I've always believed that uh, take life as it comes and don't take it too seriously. What needs to happen will happen. Enjoy every moment that you have. Hi, hello, namaste to all my listeners. I'm your host Sarthak Varshney, and I welcome you all to the Balls of Steel Show, where you get an insight into the business mindset of the entrepreneurs. Dhandoni Soch. Our today's guest is Mr. Baljeet Kudral. Hi, Baljeet. Uh, hi, Sarthak. What's up? All good. All good, Sarthak. <laughs> <laughs> यार इतना फॉर्मल बात तो कोई बात नहीं सब चल नो इट्स इट्स अ गुड ब्राइट संडे आफ्टरनून एंड आई थिंक इट्स अ परफेक्ट डे दैट वी आर गेटिंग टू कनेक्ट विद ईच अदर विद टाइम इन हैंड फॉर बोथ ऑफ अस सो या लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड सेम हियर बलजीत बिफोर आई एक्चुअली बिगिन यू नो you told me a little while before we started recording that you have a dog and uh, and i really wanted to ask but i forgot at that point of time which dog do you have yeah so uh, so i uh, my dog's name is uh, caesar and uh, okay. he's a german shepherd he's a oh. five and a half year old uh, gentle giant if i may say so uh, <laughs> yeah uh, he's quite huge in size uh, in fact you know uh, in quite of uh, uh, my social media account or my insta account is mostly with his pictures so you know uh, people who would like to check it out most welcome but he is totally adorable and very 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 friendly uh, unlike you oh, know wow. most german shepherds are very aggressive so but he's right. pretty calm composed you know uh, you can get a scoop of ice cream and you can steal anything from my house oh my god yeah. oh yeah. my god yeah <laughs> So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, even I love dogs. So I was very intrigued to know that you know you have a dog. So that's that's great to know. Okay. So uh, Baljeet, dropping my question in, what is the business that you are into? Because of which we are gonna say that you have got the balls of steel. Right. Uh. So, so I am into the adventure, travel, and lifestyle experiences space. and okay. uh, i run two companies uh, the first company is the venture that i began in 2012 8 years ago uh-huh. and it's called uh, enfield riders uh, uh-huh. it's a motorcycle and four wheel drive adventure travel company and it's primarily into organizing adventure tours domestic and internationally for people who would like to take uh, adventure experiences and uh, okay. the second company that i run uh, it's called bucket list experiences uh, okay. it was formed in 2017 so it's a 3 year old venture uh, it's mm-hmm. again into the travel and lifestyle space uh, but unlike enfield riders it's much more beyond adventure so the whole concept and idea of bucket list experiences is that uh, we help people create their bucket list and uh uh-huh. make them tick those so it could be anything i mean like it could be uh you know uh, planning a uh, experiential holiday curating it for them curating experiences to their liking to their family's liking uh mm. so yeah it's it's uh, fun and uh, it's into the experiential travel space 
Uh, okay, so I see that both of your companies are totally on experiences. Yes, like selling and making experiences, giving memories to people. Right, that that's great. Yeah, that's great. Sounds sounds adventurous to me. Uh, I should be planning my next trip soon. Be prepared. I'll call you up. Please, okay. please do. Most welcome. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Baljeet, why don't you start from the very beginning of your journey and tell me till everything in detail till the current point at which you are like. in detail okay well you have just given me too much leeway but uh, i will <laughs> <laughs> i will begin from the start so i'll just i'll just okay. uh, give like a quick background and intro about uh, where do i come from and who am i and then about my sure. entrepreneurial journey uh, definitely so i am uh, pretty much a bombay boy uh, born and partly uh, grown up and brought up in bombay uh so okay. you know i come from very uh, modest humble background my father uh, was a taxi driver and uh, we used to live in the chawls of mumbai uh, there's a place called sayan and uh, mm-hmm. i was born there and uh, uh, till my early education uh, which is up to my uh, higher secondary board i was mm-hmm. uh, here in bombay and uh, i continued my studies uh till eventually my father uh, decided to change cities and move to nasik uh but i decided okay. to move to my grandmother's place uh, it's a small tiny town called bidar uh, it's spelled as b i d a r uh, please okay. look for this place it's amazing it's on the border of maharashtra karnataka and uh, andhra pradesh uh so okay. it's a very small town and it is known for education so you have you know a lot of educational institutes there you have engineering colleges you have medical colleges you have dental colleges uh it's a brilliant place and a phenomenal kind of environment for people who want to you know uh, mm-hmm. take steps towards their post their uh, senior secondary or higher secondary education so i did my plus 1 plus 2 from there uh, the benefit of doing it from there was that uh, i could appear for both the entrance examinations for engineering okay. and medical because in karnataka you have both maths and science compulsory uh, so right. so i appeared for both and fortu- i was fortunate i cleared both uh, wow. then my interest two days bagay <laughs> not really so i actually made an attempt at uh, clearing uh, uh, iits but uh, i couldn't clear okay. clear that uh, and the next in line is uh, nit so it's now called as national institute of technology uh, but earlier it mm-hmm. was called as uh, regional engineering colleges or recs so so each okay. each state has one rec which is you know uh, a deemed university by the central government so ideally mm-hmm. you know uh, long story cut short people who cannot make into iits go to nits uh, so so they are very right. premier institutes for engineering students uh, but great faculty uh, you know great infrastructure uh, provided by the state and central government uh, so mm-hmm. i managed to get a seat in jalandhar uh, in punjab and uh, from mm-hmm. uh, bidar uh, karnataka i moved to jalandhar punjab for four years where i did my engineering uh, so okay. I, my core background is a structural engineer or kind of you know you can, in simple words it's a civil engineer uh, and i mm-hmm. did my engineering for four years from jalandhar uh, one of the best you know times of my life that i had there of course you know hostel life 
lot of fun a right. uh, lot of memories and uh, i think you know uh, given an opportunity if you know any students are hearing this out uh, given an opportunity if you even get to spend 6 months or 1 year of your life in hostel please do that uh, it just opens up you know a different perspective to you and different avenues to you uh, you know how things can be seen from a different lens altogether uh, just just a thought right. so i spent right. about 4 years there and uh, post that uh, again you finish engineering the first thing what you do in your final year of engineering is appear for cat i appeared for cat again how i couldn't mm-hmm. clear iits i couldn't clear iims uh, <laughs> honestly i was never like like that kind of studious student who could clear it but i gave it a shot and uh-huh. then my father uh, said okay what are you going to do now so uh, so as i said i came from humble background my father was you know running a small business by then here so my grandfather was a, running a, a, a fleet of taxis which my father took over and Uh, so idly okay. he grew into uh, another form of transportation business uh, so okay. he said okay what would you like to do and i like that i don't think uh, i have uh, the skill to do business and i would eventually want to just do my maybe a mba and look for a job and you know like, okay fine mm. uh, sounds good and uh, you know knowing coming from average typical middle class background uh, mm. i said i would like to you know uh, not get too much burden of uh, taking a loan education loan so what do i do and eventually uh. as things would have panned out uh, uh, i gave it a shot in applying in foreign universities and i was lucky that you know uh, i got through a university at oxford uh, called oxford brooks university it's a brooks business school uh, where right. i got through for my masters in marketing and i moved to oxford mm. for about 2 uh, years uh, so that was straight okay. after my engineering uh, went there uh, finished my masters uh, and then post that i uh, worked in london for about a couple of years as a investment banker so uh, you know, it just happened that i got a banking job it was never my intention to look for jobs in a bank but you mm-hmm. know the first kind of job i could grab my hands at i i just took it and that's okay. how my journey began that i actually uh, started my career uh, uh, working in corporate sector uh, internationally and uh, okay i was doing well i was you know roughly i remember i was probably 24 uh, 25 by that time and i was happy being in london earning a good salary i could send back money home you know i had a good decent mm-hmm. lifestyle i could take international vacations from there uh, you know travel to europe uh, it was fun you know it was it was a good time but somehow i had this feeling that i should get back to my home country i don't know why probably mm-hmm. i was either homesick or i felt uh, too much of you know uh, not belo- you know you feel that sometimes you don't belong to a place and uh, so for mm-hmm. work wise it was great but i think my home calling was there so i just moved back to india in 2007 and okay. uh, i just packed my bags moved back here uh, and uh, came back to this beautiful city again mumbai and i said okay let's look out for jobs and uh, since my uh, you know uh, experience was in banking i again 
looked for opportunities in banking and i got through uh, with some really good banks mm-hmm. uh, uh, so i worked for icici then i worked for axis bank i was working for standard chartered for a few years and then eventually i you know uh, got an opportunity to work with a swiss bank called ubs uh so okay. o- overall i spent about you know uh good 6 years 7 years in banking uh my god uh, so, okay so uh, so investment banking uh wealth management was something that i was uh, thoroughly thoroughly experienced at uh it was amazing i mean like you know being in this city again uh, working with a white collar job making a six figure mm. salary by the time i was in my late 20s i could uh, you know uh, buy a decent car buy a house in bombay which made like a, wow. a hell lot of difference so 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 i was like wow this is this is going great and uh, eventually uh, so i uh, uh, i got married in 2008 and uh, okay. 2009 and that's when okay. uh, uh i continued working in the banking sector by 2012 i came to a point where i just decided to uh hang my boots because uh it's not that i was not enjoying my corporate stint uh but i mm-hmm. always felt that you know i had got too much in my comfort zone you know when mm-hmm. you know that you know uh, okay so you are a manager you move to a senior manager now you move to a assistant vice president you move to a vice president role you move to associate director role you move to a director and so on so forth uh, wow, so every okay. year the promotions are happening your increment is happening you have getting a good uh, bonus in your bank account everything is all set uh, hmm. but uh, at some level i felt that you know uh, there was something more that i wanted to do uh, rather than just doing the usual and uh, mm-hmm. and accidentally you know uh, so me and my wife we used to do a lot of road trips uh, when uh, uh, we used to get vacations during our corporate so she was a teacher and i was a banker and whenever we used to have a vacation we used to match our dates okay. plan a holiday uh, fly to maybe bangalore or fly to delhi or fly to chennai and fortunately okay. i had friends across india and you know i used to fly to those cities meet those friends you know spend about a day with them and then just mm-hmm. ask them for their bike and they were like bike i like i you could rent out a car by then and i was driving a car myself but i was like no uh-huh. you know there's a different fun and exploring places on a two wheeler and i used to right. take a bike from them and then just get out of the city like about a 6 hours 8 hours ride and explore places which were you know more uh, uh you know not on your google maps or not you know uh, like a kind of touristy destination and that's when this whole uh, you know thing began when you took that 4 5 days off beat kind of location uh, come back to the city fly back home and every time that happened i said i wish there was somebody in india who had an organized mm-hmm. structure where i could just go rent a bike uh, you know who could help me plan my holiday who could give me logistic support uh, you know there could be a technical support team that what if i have a flat tire or if the bike breaks down or if there is a minor accident you know uh, yeah in all those cases when i was doing it with my friends uh, mm. i had to take the responsibility and i just wanted somebody else to 
take that responsibility mm-hmm. while I enjoy the vacation. And that's when this whole idea of my first venture came of Enfield Riders that I said, okay, there is no one who does this. There is nobody uh, in India right. who is doing as an organized platform. Of course, there were companies who were doing individual bike rentals. So like if you go to Goa for, you know, mm-hmm. a long, long, uh, for many years, this was happening that you could just go rent a bike in Goa. Rent a right, right, right. But for cross state or like, you know, for a long rental, uh, not your scooters, uh-huh. but like your proper motorcycles, there was nobody right. providing that platform. In Delhi or Manali, you know, where people explored Ladakh and all, there were again right. bike rentals company, but there was nobody taking care of logistics, nobody taking care of the hotel bookings, nobody giving uh-huh. advice where to stop, where to eat, uh, and right. that kind of information. And that's when we came up, me and my wife, we both uh, stuck quit our jobs together and uh, we just said okay this is what we are going to do and we didn't had a business model we didn't had a plan we didn't uh, of course I mean like I was a banker so I knew that no matter what I do I will not lose money Uh, but at the same time there was no excel sheet that we made as to see how much money we are going to make in this business so it started and uh, it continued to be a passionate kind of venture that we set up and uh, yeah. it was, you know, amazing to set that up. And that's when Enfield Riders began. And that was our first venture. So, okay. yeah. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> okay, yes. I heard that. Coming down to the next one. Right. What's the story? Uh, so, the bucket list experiences you're asking. Right. Okay. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so this... Uh, Enfield Riders Venture, we continued, uh, which is still in existence. We continued running right. it for the next six years till 2018. And that's when we figured out that uh, we also wanted to build another platform where uh, we were already helping people take their adventure experiences. But a lot of mm-hmm. our clients who were coming to us, they loved adventure, mm-hmm. but they also wanted to do something beyond adventure. And uh, right. it purely came from a space uh, that uh supply and demand you know they, we already had like a demand we had to just supply mm-hmm. that and say that okay there are other platforms uh that we could build for them beyond adventure and that's when bucketless experiences mm. was created which came together as a company providing curated uh holidays for people so you know if uh, say sarthak comes with his family and he's taken an adventure trip with us but now uh his father or his mother, like any siblings, they say, uh, they like more of a culinary tour. Can we plan a culinary tour for them for five days? So, you know, we will uh, understand your requirement, your family's requirement or the group's requirement and understand Uh what are the likings and hobbies and what would they uh, want to indulge in more. So, if they like culinary Uh tour, we will plan a culinary tour, say, maybe around uh, across the coastal belt of India. You know, so it could be a five-day, seven-day okay. tour where, you know, you could uh, experience different states and the culinary right. experiences in those states. So, okay. or, you know, you could come back and say that you would like to have something more, uh, which is ecotourism. And you would like to mm-hmm. stay in homestays and, you know, maybe connect with the tribals, know their culture, uh, you know, uh, do any sort of activities with them. So we will plan mm-hmm. an itinerary and curate it to the taste of what uh, the group is. Uh, 
so right. so that's what bucket list experiences does is to create the bucket list and help you tick them so it's right from inception to curation to execution okay 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 i get it okay so uh that's your journey yeah uh uh probably uh, 10% of what I, uh, what exactly the journey is i could just cramp it up in 10% and say that this is it <laughs> but yeah a lot beyond it but these are the highlights or sort of like uh synopsis uh, of my journey okay nahi aap ko detail lene de lo matlab what time na full sab sununga no 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 so we can we can move to the next question sir i'm sure okay okay touching back on lot of points again and again see there are going to be lots and lots of points because uh, <clears throat> your story has got some interesting touch points honestly okay and you've come a very long way i would say in your journey and you're uh, you're again one of those people great great earning employee turned to an entrepreneur and doing again great in life so yes there's a lot that i can pick up my listeners can pick up and we all can learn from you but yes there are lots and lots of other stuff also okay so uh we'll start from your from the very beginning baljeet right yeah and the very first thing that you know you told me that you're a bombay boy yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. so before i step down to any other question with the next all the details that you told me first of all tell me like bombay ne sikhaya kya aapko <laughs> like how has bombay shaped you from the very early ages because you have lived like bombay ki alag wali life yes because yes. abhi you live a different life honestly theek hai and because of the details that you have told me that being a bombay boy coming from a modest family you used to live in chawls and everything yes. right so first tell me like what did bombay teach you because bombay bhai sabko bahut kuch sikha bilkul aap pehle ye batao no so i uh, i mean like uh... I think the first thing which comes to my mind when I think about uh, what has Bombay taught me, I think right. Bombay has taught me to dream, and you know, uh, Bombay has taught me uh, to make an effort to make your dreams into reality. Uh, so I remember I I would just want to share like mm-hmm. a short incident. Uh, Please I, do. I must have been twelve or thirteen years old and. Uh, i remember i mean like uh, so you know fortunately uh, by that time we had moved from you know the chawl kind of setup to a mid income group kind of society you know uh, where you have those 1 bhks or 2 bhks uh, right. i used to stay in new bombay so new bombay has this uh, kind of sidco apartments which are the government kind of apartments uh, which right. are much cheaper so we were having right. like a fairly better life compared to when you know i was born and things were much better and uh, sometimes during the weekends which are the spots that you would visit in bombay so you will go to gateway of india you will go to right. beach you will go to bandstand or carters road and uh, mm-hmm. i remember i was maybe 13 or 14 years old and that's the first time i had come to bandstand carters road uh okay. in the year maybe 1995 something uh okay and uh, you know it's it's a little hilarious also that uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, just like a film star i stood on one of the rocks and i said uh, okay. kisi din yahan par ghar hoga hamara you know I, I, <laughs> that was just a random thought which came out because i loved right. so you know when i came and i saw the sea and i was like kitna amazing hai ki you know people who live here can get to see the sea every day every morning they wake up they have a sea view uh-huh. apartment and you know it's so beautiful uh-huh. and i wish you know and i said 
एक किसी दिन तो होगा एंड दैट थॉट समहाउ स्टेड विथ मी यू नो इट स्टेड विथ मी थ्रू आउट माई टीन एज इट स्टेड विथ मी इन माई ट्वेंटीज इट स्टेड विथ मी इन माई अर्ली थर्टीज Uh, so today I I am 37 years old now. Uh, so this thought okay. came to me when I was 14, 15, and right. uh, 20 years later, two years ago, I actually now I live at uh, Bandra Bandstand and I have a Seaview apartment. And uh, wow. every morning I wake up and you know I have this amazing view of uh, the sea waves. Uh, you know the sound of the sea. Uh, I get to see sunset every day just right from my window. it's such a beautiful feeling and it's it's so humbling to feel this that you know this city taught me to dream and uh, and i pursued that dream somewhere you know it was not like ke ghar jab tak nahi hoga main kuch nahi karunga but that dream stayed uh-huh. with me uh, and you know today that when that dream is reality you know that things come true in the city uh, if you give your heart sweat and soul uh, so i did that and i think the city gave it back to me so i am really really uh, humbled and really feel uh, you know uh, very very uh, it, it's 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 such a feeling that i feel uh, so blessed that you know what i asked for and what i dreamt for i could get that so this is what bombay taught me just one of the things that i'm sharing okay 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 This is quite amazing, yeah. This is really quite amazing. I can actually divert from here to a whole new, different conversation, talking about how things stay in the subconscious mind and they eventually help you achieve what you really want to achieve. And the power of intention starts working out there, right? And right. Uh, I probably would have definitely heard that you know that cosmos starts working all around you yes. to make the things happen. True. So I can definitely get into that conversation, but I probably will yeah. somewhere down the line in the podcast. but coming back to your life story so this is quite something that you know i can see that bombay has taught you so now <clears throat> yaar uh, there's still more to this part where you know now uh, where you told me that your father was a taxi driver and uh, you used to live in chols and by the time you were 12 uh, 12 and 13 you shifted to the sitco apartments and uh, your life kind of became better there right. so now what i really want to uh, know from you here is that during this time because honestly see i have never i have never lived in a chol but i have always seen that those areas definitely in films and all those things and somehow it just feels different yes not that i've experienced it but uh, i can somewhere understand how it would feel right? right and honestly somewhere after like looking at gully boy and the way the movie has been show has showcased the dreams of uh, gully boy right i can kind of relate it with you so what i want to know from you is how did that change your mindset because when you were living those chores you were a child yes then when you were 12 13 you came to sitco apartments now you live a completely different life right right, right. right. so i won't ask you to link your current life but i wanted to go back down your line like down your life and tell me what was your mindset back then what would you think like mujhe kabhi nikalna hai nahi nikalna hai kya chalta tha apne wahan pe because definitely itna to baloom pad gaya sapne har koi dekhta hai aapke sath kya hua tha so uh, so sarthak uh, i think uh, you know i came uh, so i mean like there was a, a slightly uh, also other interesting story to uh, the whole chols part was that i might so, 
so i came from uh, you know sort of a broken family background so my parents got divorced pretty early and uh, okay. my father got remarried so i had an elder sister and then my father okay. got remarried and then i had a younger sister as well uh, okay and uh, at some level you know i was uh, uh, always very clear that uh probably everybody will move in their life ahead you know they will have their own respective paths and mm-hmm. i chose my path at a very early age i don't know how that understanding came to me i sometimes still wonder that you know uh, at mm-hmm. at a age of 13 14 can you think through that but i think that a very early age i came through an understanding that uh, if i need to make a difference to my life i need mm-hmm. to make my foundation strong by getting well educated i'm like that was the, my only goal so my and i okay. was not one of the brightest student i was never like a 90% or a 80% also i was right. a little above average i used to get like i used to score between 60s 60s and 70s at the best mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know even when i appeared for my engineering entrance uh i was very fortunate because there were only 100 seats and uh my ranking was you know in uh 20000 and somehow okay. i you know clinched the 99th seat so i was lucky there oh my god and, okay and even in my engineering uh, i was never the topper in my class or never even among the top 20% uh, in fact right. i flunked quite a bit so in my last semester in my eighth semester uh-huh. my final year so every semester uh-huh. has about six uh, subjects that you need to clear right. and by that time my uh, uh, the f- amount of subjects that i had flunked I had fourteen papers to clear in my last semester, so eight. What? Have, yeah, eight, eight that I have flunked and six that I had to clear in that fresh semester. And पढ़ाई बिल्कुल नहीं की थी. And and you know, uh, all my very close friends used to just tell me one thing, uh, that you know, यार चार साल में engineering complete कर ले बस. Don't you know take this forward because once you don't clear in four years, it it's not going to make sense. I don't know. Uh-huh. So, so I think somewhere you know my focus and Uh, it was not that i was uh, i think i was a little careless also but at the same time it was a different combination of determination so i was like yeah right. engineering to 4 saal mein hi khatam karenge and i cleared those 14 papers at one go and you my know God. i cleared my uh, engineering in 4 years and then uh, to a lot of my uh, professors surprise when i got actually through oxford they were like abhi to tu 14 paper clear nahi kar pa raha tha and now you're going to oxford so you know <laughs> it is it, right it was very different so i was never a very studious guy i was very determined uh, since mm-hmm. childhood my focus to answer your question was always right. that i need to carve my path for myself by being accountable and responsible by laying mm-hmm. the foundation and for me laying the foundation was uh, getting my education right and which i did i think you know that uh, when i had that thing to fall upon so even when i was mm-hmm. taking the plunge at entrepreneurship uh, you know how relatives or mostly society is that they will come and tell you that are ye kya kar rahe ho you know you are an investment banker you are doing well for yourself ab ye kahan tum ja ke dhanda shuru kar rahe ho and it's not uh-huh. going to be easy and why do you want and at that time i just had one thing i said okay. i have my education to fall back on right so right if i have nothing to do two years later i will again have yeah. something that i could fall back on so i right. i think that really helped me as throughout my childhood to my teenage to even my adulthood 
that uh, I always believed in laying down strong foundations so that even if there is a f- something to you know crash, you have something to fall back on for sure. Okay, 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 okay. This is quite something that I would say that. जो आप बोलो ना कि इतनी यंग एज में कहां से आ गया बट आई डोंट नो इसको पता है फिर भी बड़ा कॉन्ट्रोडिक्शन है ऑनेस्टली बल्दी भी यहां पे यंग एज में आ तो गया समझ में बट फिर भी आपने हरकतें बहुत करी है बैठ के बहुत बहुत मस्ती करी है तो आई आई हैव हैड माय फेयर बिट ऑफ फन सो यू नो आई आई हैव ऑलवेज बीन वन ऑफ दोस स्टूडेंट्स और द बैक वेंचर्स हु यूज्ड टू क्रिएट न्यूसेंस uh who used to have fun who was thrown out of the class uh oh but but i think uh, you know again i've always believed that uh, take life as it comes and don't take it too seriously what needs to happen will happen enjoy every moment that you have so you know uh, while when it was that moment for me to get serious about clearing those 14 papers i was serious about it um, and when i right. was a teenage boy and i had to f- have fun with my Uh, friends and you know bunk college and you know uh, have a lot of masti at my hostel i've done that <laughs> so uh, so nothing that i you know uh, feel that are ye chhut gaya ya wo chhut gaya whenever you oh have the moment i think uh, there is always the right age and stage for it and what you mm-hmm. can enjoy at that age and stage you will never enjoy it later so don't ever let it pass by that's that's what i've always <laughs> believed आपको लिंक देने वाला हूँ and i would want you to think and tell me if what i'm thinking is right or wrong or if this actually shaped your mindset to creating those businesses or not right so bombay to chalo maya nagari ho gayi theek hai aap jalandhar chale gaye punjab which is altogether a different scenario correct theek hai to ab jalandhar punjab mein to honestly bahut chodam chodi hoti hai theek hai ki mast matlab hoke sab ghumte hain gaadi shaadi gedi marna bahut hoti hai theek hai so No way. and the kind of person you are, I'm pretty sure that you have had a lots of gala time. Yes. So <laughs> now what I'm trying to link कि जितनी आपने जितनी भी मस्ती करी होगी जलंधर में ठीक है and uh, when finally you came down from all the jobs and stuff and you created those business somewhere the way I am seeing it it your mindset got created during those early stages itself. Yes. Itself. Yes. Like first of all कि uh, you know. स्टॉल में भी यह देखा है मतलब एटलीस्ट वो गलियों में से बच्चे मस्ती बहुत मारते हैं True. मैंने उतनी मस्ती तो कहीं नहीं देखी है कुछ भी कर लो राइट एंड उसके बाद कॉलेज लाइफ सो इज इट रियली राइट फॉर मी टू से यार इन सबके एक्सपीरियंस से समवेयर गॉड इंटर सबकॉन्शियस एंड देन 
you were traveling and everything was happening your business comes from this only and if this is yes i'm right on this then i want you to tell me that uh, go down the line of your life and figure out and tell me that how did it actually shape your mindset all these different points that i gave you so uh, so actually firstly to answer you are right actually a lot of it shaped uh, there uh, in my four years in jalandhar so uh, mm-hmm. i think uh, you know you get when when you have the flexibility of being on your own i think mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, natural nurturing happens to you you know like so for example uh, i remember we used to do like uh, small things in hostels which used to keep us afloat throughout the month so you know ghar se you okay. get like a fixed amount which is coming for your mess bill for your books for your fees <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, you know as all you know uh, college students or hostel students are that you will have your minor luxuries of once in a while indulging in food and drinks in fun uh, kind of partying kind of scenario and right. uh, that will take you probably to you know 15 20 days of your month the last 10 days is all about <laughs> hustling you know so i think i started learning how to hustle in life from there when <laughs> that you for you know to for you to stay afloat you need to do things which will help you survive so right it's i i mean like i remember i did small things uh, uh which were like my first entrepreneurial jibes uh so okay. like for example uh, we had about uh, uh 300 students per year so there were four years mm-hmm. there were 1200 students put together and right. uh, there was a the annual fest and you know it was decided oh let's print you know the college t-shirts like your typical t-shirts right. college name and you know your maybe uh, your name and your department kind of thing and uh, right. they said that they are looking for you know vendors to come and give quotes and i was like right. oh, this is fun you know why not try this and uh, i jalandhar is very close to ludhiana and ludhiana right. is the hub for textile so you know all your mm, textile thing happens there you know your uh, cloth gets manufactured there stitching happens there t-shirt uh, or every cloth Uh, the ba- market is huge in ludhiana i know i know right and uh, i remember that we had like a one week break in summer or something that, that people were like mm-hmm. uh, going home and i said okay i'll stay back and let me figure uh-huh. out in this one week what happens in the textile market so i just uh-huh. took a bus uh, went to ludhiana and i explored the textile market i figured out what was the cost of buying a cloth what was the cost of printing how do you get the designing done how is the t-shirt mm. made and what is the actual cost of making one t-shirt and actually how much does right. it sell at and i said whoa right. wow. and i could see like a small margin not a huge margin it was like i if i correctly remember about 50 rupees per t-shirt or something mm-hmm. but i could see the yeah. volume you know for 1200 right. people if i'm going to make like 50 rupees it was like a great thing happening and i went right. and i said oh this sounds so amazing i think i'm going to yeah. like uh, mint money by this and i <laughs> came back and you know i marketed it to through students and i showed them samples and there were some decision makers in the student committee i gave them free t-shirts and i said you wear it and you see the quality of it for one week you do it wash it for two three times and see if the color fades off and you know things like that and that right. that hustle that i did 
I yeah. think that was the first time I realized that I can, you know, do something of my own. Uh, so of course, right. you know, going back to that, uh, uh, I remember when I finished engineering, my father said, "What do you want to do?" Uh, this jibe didn't uh, encourage me to start my business, of course. But uh, okay. it taught me hustling, and I said, "No, I still want to go to the secure route of having a fixed uh-huh. salary every month, having like a steady income coming to my account." Because you know, I was very uh-huh. clear with that. Uh, hmm. But these small things—I've just given one example of hustle. These right. small things in Jalandhar at college time taught me a lot about survival. Taught me a lot about you know earning by yourself. Taught me a lot about. shaping your mindset how to think big i think that was the underlining mm-hmm. statement that i learned how to think big uh mm-hmm. and uh, all those things are with you the tools the framework everything lies in our head we just need right. to bring it out and you know uh, form a structure of it and play around it so right yeah that's that pretty much that's nice so i mean sare <clears throat> expect एक्सपीरियंसेस जो लंदन में हो वो इतनी बकचोदी करी वो उसके साथ ही जो छोटा सा हसलिंग जाइब था आपका विद दैट यू फाइनली डिसाइड कि ठीक है वी आर गोना गेट इनटू दिस कंपनी फेयर इनफ फेयर इनफ ओके 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 सो नाउ देयर इज दिस अनदर गुड थिंग दैट यू नो काइंड ऑफ यू व्हिच यू हैव पॉइंटेड आउट एंड आई रियली वांट टू आस्क अराउंड दिस पार्ट बिकॉज़ आई जस्ट सेड यू हैव how uh, you had an elder sister and you have a younger sister and that you are the middle child right yes. there so this question actually pops up in my mind and uh, i would love to know that what's your mindset out there so being let's say with many families the elder elder child has a lot of responsibilities right True. if not at time and if the family is not very well to do some middle class family many times the elder child has responsibilities and they come with time and the guy or the girl also realizes them right correct so uh, now that you know you also mentioned that you figured that out that uh, you want the secure route before that the, your family circumstances we both aware of right and the updates your family made and that you lived a pretty, pretty decent life i would say during your uh, engineering also right so linking all these three four touch points okay from the charles to sitco to good engineering life and then taking the secure route so i'm giving you four touch points now okay so uh, at any of these touch points did your mindset shape in any way ki yaar probably my father doesn't have that much cash um doesn't have that much of money to you know give me a life so like probably that i want to be looking at because bombay is huge as city right you yeah. definitely have big dreams there and then punjab is like udane wali city wahan pe sabke paas pehle se paisa hai theek hai so this, these two differences stand out there right so did this thing help you in shaping your mindset towards taking a secure job ki yaar shayad se isliye main nahi lunga because उधर एक रिस्क फैक्टर है और व्हाट वाज इट दिस इज जस्ट माय इंटरप्रिटेशन ओके व्हाट वाज योर माइंडसेट दैट एक्चुअली शेप्ड यू कि नहीं यार हम जॉब लेंगे वी वोंट गो फॉर द फर्स्टिंग पार्ट इवन दो यू हैड अ वेरिफिकेशन कि हां मैं कर सकता हूं यस सो आई आई थिंक आई थिंक सी एज अ कल्चर इन आवर सोसाइटी वी आर कंडीशनड फ्रॉम अ वेरी अर्ली एज uh to always look for safe routes or safe paths mm-hmm. so you know, right. although i didn't had too much of family interference in my career shaping or so to say that you know uh, even someone guiding me what to do 
I think okay. somewhere that expectation was there that you know that uh, at least one person in the family is going to be a settled person you know and right. it's going to like yes is ladke ne sab theek kar liya isne 12th pass kar liya isne engineering mein chala gaya abhi oxford chala gaya ab ye aake achhi naukri karega acche paise honge ghar set ho jayega you know so that kind hmm. of conditioning somewhere naturally comes in our society that we live in no matter how our uh, how liberal minded our parents or our relatives will be they would want to see you in a secured space and that is fair absolutely fair right. them because right. they care for you uh, right i think that conditioning somewhere subconsciously puts you on a back foot saying that ha mujhe bhi yahi route pe jana so you know also when you're seeing all your other friends so like when i passed out of engineering i think uh-huh. 85% to 90% of my friends took up jobs you know whether right. they, they were computer engineers or they were mechanical engineers uh less than about 10% were going for their masters and right. also who could go for masters were the ones who were actually could afford it you know spending about uh-huh. i at that time i remember when i did my masters in 2004 a uh-huh. mba in india was costing about uh Six to eight lakhs at that time, where okay. the one that I was taking at Oxford was about twelve lakhs in two thousand four, so which was almost double. Uh, and right. engineering because we were from a deemed university, it was centrally taken care by the government. It was subsidized. We spent two, uh-huh. two lakhs for the engineering for four years, so it was just fifty thousand, about fifty to seventy-five thousand a year. So between well, okay. yeah, roughly about you know three lakhs something, we finished engineering. so you right can you if you try and visualize the jump at that time in terms of expense that some right. spending on an indian mba 6 to 7 lakhs and going for a foreign masters for about 12 13 lakhs it mm. was not possible for like a average middle class family they would want mm. to see that now you have got through engineering and at that time i remember the packages were decent because we were from good colleges uh the mm-hmm. packages immediately after your engineering were about 4 lakhs or 5 lakhs a year at that time wow. a 30000 salary was a great salary <clears throat> right 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 but to see that are you going to make 30000 a month or 5 lakhs a year versus are you going to spend 12 lakhs a year you know so it's just a very natural thing that you feel that ab maine ye kar liya to ab mujhe isko repay karne ke liye or to cover up the money mm-hmm. and time that i've spent i need to go to a job you know and that's mm-hmm. how it naturally progresses in making you feel look for the safe secure route and hence i think i was no different than anybody else i didn't uh, even look beyond uh, uh, this opportunity saying that mai kuch aur karu i was like nahi yahi sahi hai karte hain you know so i took a loan uh, i took a almost 80% bank loan and okay uh, I worked uh, for about three, four years, uh, and I could repay that. Fortunately, because my salary was good. And then one right. thing, when I was over with the whole uh, education loan thing, I could come uh-huh. back to Bombay, buy a house, buy a car, and again fall in the loan trap. That's a different story. But <laughs> but you know, you know that now your risk taking right. also changes with age and stage of your life. right so, so yeah i think the progression for choosing a safe secure job versus business came from the mindset that uh, uh keep 
keep yourself and your family and your people secure fair enough yeah right see honestly i can agree to you because you know i we definitely know definitely know by now that you know the kind of life you come from and this is pretty much evident why you chose that path right, right. and i was actually going to ask you the next question that how did you manage to get to the london but you just told me that you you took a education loan so how were the expenses taken care of like you used to work or your parents would send you like oh. buy you some amount <laughs> what tell me that story how did, okay. how did you manage that so so uh, well this is a very something very very close to my heart but uh, i must say sarthak you have made me so comfortable by now that i don't feel like that you know uh, i'm on a podcast i just feel like sitting with someone on a cup of for a cup of tea that i'm very pally with and i'm opening up <laughs> thank you so much yeah tell me but happy to share so uh, so i when i moved to london i remember that uh, my sister helped me a lot uh so my okay. my father was still into small time businesses and uh, my sister uh-huh. had started working by then so she's 3 years older to me and right. uh, she had you know uh, kind of saved quite a bit of money and she already had some credentials that the loan could be applied on her day so she became the primary okay. applicant and she got the loan for me for my education and uh, oh. yeah so 20% you know somewhere we could uh, kind of borrow from friends family members relatives and 80% mm-hmm. you had to take a bank loan and my sister became the main sp- uh, sponsor for the loan uh, i right. when i landed in london i remember uh, with great difficulty my family could give me 10000 rupees cash to take along with me that's all i had i had a flight ticket one way uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. i had never sat in a, a plane by then uh, it was my okay. first time ever and straight an international flight so uh, okay. so so i had never traveled by flight i had never traveled international i had no money uh, i had only 10 people huh. with me and i knew that my fees is paid and huh. uh, from the fees fortunately the bank gave me an extended loan for paying the first okay. month rent for my hostel so i took a college hostel university hostel and right i think at that time the rent was 500 pounds which translated oh roughly God. to about 35000 rupees and uh, imagine oh okay. uh, after doing my engineering that was my one <clears throat> salary i could have got in india which was the rent that i was paying in oxford i understand but, right but yeah so they gave 500 pounds first month rent to the university so i knew that <laughs> i had a roof on my head and i had a one way flight and i had 10000 rupees in my pocket when i flew to london and i right. reached there and uh, my world changed from then because you know uh, i think uh, when you become more exposed uh, and vulnerable uh, to things right. that are beyond your control that's when right. strength comes into place you know because you know that you have nobody to you know fall back on you have uh, no backing you know you're all by your own and it is like, right. you know, the survival instinct that kicks in you <laughs> so, so i think right. that you know uh, every student finds a part time job to keep themselves functional it's a very normal right. scenario in most you know uh, european or uk based uh, com- uh, countries and so most right. university students they come and work part time over the weekends so that they have uh-huh. cash for paying their rent and running their monthly expenses right uh, but what i knew was that i had everything but i didn't had time in my hand so you know 
I knew that my first month rent was paid, so I need to get a job ASAP as soon as I land. Right. So that right. from the second month, I have to fetch my rent myself. So I need to get a job as soon as possible. Uh, right. So I landed and that 10,000 rupees, I don't know, it evaporated in like less than a week because everything was so expensive. Uh, I, uh, right from buying a sandwich for lunch because that was the cheapest thing that you could afford. And uh, right. it's a very natural thing, you know, uh, when you go abroad for the first time or even now when I go, uh-huh. I think most pe- Indians, we do this thing that we start converting it into rupees. So, <laughs> I know. you know, so I went to the university cafeteria and, you know, you get subsidized food there for students. Right. And the right. cheapest thing was a sandwich, which was like horrible tasting, but that's a different thing. <laughs> Three pound was the sandwich, and you could calculate oh three pound into seventy rupees, and those are the sandwiches. <laughs> and you you can't you you don't feel like eating because you know ये नहीं इससे आपका पेट भरने वाला और नहीं ऐसा है कि ये बहुत सस्ती है. you know you get accustomed to it, and then eventually you know that ten thousand rupees evaporated in basic things like you know taking a pass for the university, uh, getting right. some, uh, you know a duvet because I. Uh, when I went there, it was extremely cold. Uh, so they do, uh, they just provide you with bed sheets and a uh, uh, mattress, and pillow. okay. So you have to get your own uh, and all. So I had to go get that. So you know, slowly all those uh, things, you realize that uh, you become efficient to handle money. You know right. that how much do you spend because you're not earning, or eventually you know that how much are you earning, so how much should you spend? So I right. that. You know, uh, while during my college life and then during my university life, that uh, I started working in a newspaper store uh, because okay. they were the only people who said that they will pay me weekly uh, because all other jobs they said that they will be able to pay fortnightly or monthly. So okay, I couldn't afford that because I knew that at least for two months I need money every week because I need food. To buy huh. monthly rent, I can pay at the end of the month for to the uh, huh. but food I need every week, and if I don't get paid mm-hmm. weekly, so uh, I remember uh, I used to wake up at five, walk for about one hour because the newspaper was store was a little outskirts, and there were no oh, okay. as used to start at about five forty-five or six o'clock. So six o'clock was uh-huh. the voting time at the newspaper agency. Uh, and I used to pick up newspapers. You know, just in India, we see the cycle pe newspaper fake. Right. right. Sort of Vesa wala job tha, newspaper distribution. Ka mera. And uh, I used to work there 6 to 9 because 9 o'clock was university. And then I used to go to the university from 9 to 4 and then come back and work in another de- general store or departmental store close to my hotel from 6 to 9 again. So I kept two okay. jobs basically to keep myself funded. Uh, to survive uh, because right. I knew after about a few months I was better off than I could take like a weekend job because then I could uh-huh. have some savings and then I got a weekend job which was Monday to Friday I was attending university and Saturday and Sunday I was working uh, full time so that's okay. how I actually managed to survive for a year and a half till two years when I completed my master's got a job and then uh-huh. at 25 years of age, uh-huh. I finally got uh, what to say financially independent so okay <laughs> yeah okay okay it's, it's quite a thing yeah this is 
this is really nice to know ki how you managed your first month then the two hours of walk yeah. walking from 5 to 9 this is what 14 hours right yeah. 14 hours a day and uske upar padhai likhai aur 3 hours so sleeping about only what 6 to 5 to 7 hours at max a day yes yes that's it no yeah. nice life <laughs> nice life baljeet no and oh, okay yeah sorry right. and i'm glad you know i think uh, when you get an opportunity to go such go through such things in life it automatically uh-huh. you know somewhere conditions you in a way that you are prepared for anything which comes your way then because you know right. you are like uh, it's actually like having balls of steel so <laughs> so yeah yeah i'm glad that i was put through that so that i could become stronger and uh, it worked for me it worked wonderfully for me wow okay so baljeet i definitely right now know what you had in your mind when you landed in london okay ki my fees is paid i just have 10000 and it's it was a one way ticket now it's a nowhere you're in no man's land now yeah, yeah. so it's all by yourself but इससे पहले आई वॉन्ट टेक यू बैक फ्यू आर्स एंड आई वॉन्ट यू टू टेल मी बिकॉज यू ऑल्सो सेट दैट इट वॉज अ फर्स्ट फ्लाइट दैट टू एन इंटरनेशनल फ्लाइट सो बींग इन बॉम्बे प्लेन तो रोज उड़ते हैं सपने रोज देखे जाते हैं अगेन द सेम थिंग बिकॉज बॉम्बे समथिंग आई रियली लव बींग टू बॉम्बे ओनली वंस इन माई लाइफ सो या वट वॉज द थिंग दैट वॉज गोइंग थ्रू योर माइंड कि भाई अब तो फ्लाइट पकड़ ली है and that to the first flight that to international so what was going all into your head when you were in that flight ki finally bhai ab to tata bye bye ho gaya chalo do saal ke liye so i think uh, see somewhere uh, i think it's very natural for us as humans uh, to mm-hmm. basically always anticipate that jo hoga best hoga like you know when before i could board the flight i was like अब तो कुछ लाइफ अलग ही होने वाली है नाउ आई एम गोना बी इन ऑक्सफर्ड एंड आई एम गोना डू माय मास्टर्स एंड आई विल एवरी वीकेंड गो टू लंदन एंड आई विल यू नो पार्टी एंड आई विल हैव अ दैट यूनिवर्सिटी लाइफ दैट आई सी इन द बॉलीवुड फिल्म्स और हॉलीवुड फिल्म्स सो यू नो योर एक्सपेक्टेशन वर्सेस रियलिटी चेंजेस व्हेन यू एक्चुअली ऑन द ग्राउंड सो व्हाटएवर वेरी फैंसी इवन यू नो आई थिंक विद जॉब्स वी गेट वेरी एक्साइटेड व्हेन वी गेट द ऑफर लेटर्स एंड all we do mm-hmm. with the offer letters is look at the ctc cost to company we look at the benefits that we are getting with the bar right. you slog your ass off in that role and responsibility which is assigned to you that's when uh-huh. you know that you know building a career in corporate is no easy job i mean like whoever says that yaar ye banda to dekho kahan se kahan pahunch gaya you have no clue how that person would have must have toiled to reach there so you know right. again that's the expectation versus reality thing i think before i left bombay i knew one thing for sure that my life is going to change forever uh but mm-hmm. i also had like a very different perception uh in terms of uh you know enjoying it relishing it having fun uh mm-hmm. i did i am not saying i did but at the same right uh, it was also uh Uh, very balanced with working hard making effort planning things uh, learning things by myself like by that time uh, mm. i had to also cook by myself because you know i at a point i couldn't afford eating out every day at the university <laughs> so i learned how to cook uh, when i was actually 23 you know uh, right. then, aap jab 
when i was in jalandhar and hostel you had a mess you had yeah. a dhaba outside your hostel but there you yeah. don't have anybody who's going to cook for you and you get so accustomed to your indian palate that aap kitna fish and chips khaoge london mein so then you learn so i learned how to you know started with basic maggi but then i learned yeah. how to make dal i learned how to make sabzi i need, i learned how to make uh, you know pretty much everything so right from cooking your food to washing your clothes uh, to managing your you know uh, own room cleanliness uh, because you don't yeah. have people who are going to come and clean and uh, you know uh, broom your room so those right. things you know make you more responsible adapt you to a different environment so those i could only realize before i took the flight i was in a different uh, kind of wonderland when i reached there i was actually in the lala land actual lala land. <laughs> so yeah but but uh, it was good okay 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 that's that's really nice yeah okay so now probably we can take a highway in your life life journey because now we have know that london shuru ho gaya you started hustling we can daily say we can job pe bhi aa gaye aap bank ka check bhi aa gaya hath mein is lot you making out and everything that's happening out there and 2000 and na- oh, sorry uh, you come back in 2007 right yes yes that's the time you come back in india with your feeling that you know you got to get back to the homeland and everything yeah. so now that you're back and uh, you're doing jobs with uh, icic access standard and getting all those promotions six figure salary finally got married acha i i'll link this ahead also but tell me tell this to me right now only you, it was a was it a arranged marriage or was it love marriage oh so this is uh, very interesting so i actually uh, uh married my childhood friend So, uh, wow. so my spouse's name her name is purnima uh, and we okay. and purnima met uh, during our college days uh, so college okay. days as in like she was in bombay and i was in jalandhar but my friends who had passed uh, school and then got admission in the bombay college and i moved uh-huh. out i actually during vacation used to come to bombay and catch up with them so i okay met her there and uh, that's how we came in touch with each other and we became very very thick friends very close friends for over a decade uh, we were okay. uh, very close friends and only when i came back from london i uh, met her again and uh, i was looking to get settled and she was looking to get settled and uh, then yeah then marriage happened so it's it's been a it's been a combination actually so so we yeah, go long right. back and now uh, i mean like she's also the co-founder for both the companies enfield right right and uh, yeah so been friends that's that's been our uh, uh, again foundation of the relationship kya baat hai so this is this is great but honestly guys yahan pe main comment karna chahunga yaar badi mast shaadi hui hogi settlement settlement karte karte shaadi ho gayi yes 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 <laughs> that's great yeah it's great okay so now actually the next thing that i want to ask is i want you to now set up the business for me okay so now you are in 2000 sorry 2009 was the year uh, year you got married and probably some years down you decide to theek yaar ab bahut zyada comfortable ho gaye hain thodi मस्ती ज्यादा बढ़ाई जाए जिंदगी में तो अब मुझे ये बताओ व्हाट वाज दिस रियली थॉट इन योर हेड कि यू नो कंफर्टेबल तो हो गए हो बट बट आई वांट टू गेट दिस 
little bit more un- uncomfortable and definitely you had the fallback plan wo sab to tha yes. but then this instinct ki theek hai uncomfortable hoga and theek uh, hai you had everything sorted on the back end you and purnima uh, both of you have everything sorted for yourself but where does did this instinct actually come and what triggered both of you actually ki dono ne saath mein job chhod di ki theek hai now we'll do this and didn't you really uh, look out for the fact ki bhai theek hai abhi tak ek settled salary thi wo khatam ho jayegi because ek chhodta hai ek nahi chhodta samajh mein aati dono ne risk liya saath mein this is something that i really want to know yeah yeah ki itni capacity kahan se and what was the mindset that was going at that point of time ki bhai nahi because you as you said you know from the managers to bankers to associate director directors you've been a really good post that means to kaise kya socha ki bhai yeah, no so i think uh, i think the biggest biggest factor which has played for me in this has been uh, of course support of uh, my spouse purnima uh, i think right. uh, you know generally what happens that uh, you become very calculative uh, with things as you get uh, in your early 30 so i actually quit my job when i was exact 30 uh, okay so uh, both of us were uh, at the same age and then we were like okay, what right. from now i think uh, right. i have always been a person who has believed that uh, you know ya to karna hai to fir aap pura karo ya to fir mat karo like you know i believe okay. that if you take the plunge fir matlab <clears throat> you know uh, it's like you know as entrepreneurs we have like a very common saying that entrepreneurs are people who actually uh, build a plane for themselves after they exactly. jump exactly i knew it you were going to say this i was i knew it yeah. i just wanted to confirm kya bhai bolne wala exactly so uh, oh my god right i think i think uh, that uh, that concept or the thought that we had put in a that uh-huh. came from a space of passion that we were very passionate about and mm-hmm. b that we were not doing it to make money i mean like i think uh, we were very fortunate that by that time we were settled and we had some mm-hmm. savings so we didn't have to like mm-hmm. take loans loans as such we had to just pump in our savings mm-hmm. but we were right. willing to risk uh, it for our passion saying that a that we at least then even now we think we thought mm-hmm. that we are still young at 30 so we said yaar right. agar ab nahi karenge to kabhi nahi karenge uh, right. and uh, and i as i had mentioned earlier i always came from a belief system that don't look back and regret on anything so for me and for purnima both it was very important and crucial that we take mm-hmm. the plunge wholeheartedly and give it our 200% and then right. see how it shapes up you know uh, so i think that thought of going all out uh, made us right. feel more confident that let's quit everything because agar plan b hoga na to plan a hamesha matlab i i again uh, this hmm. where i differ from a few people again everybody has a different thought everyone right. have a plan a plan b because if plan a fails you have a plan b right i always feel that don't <clears throat> think about plan b when you're getting into plan a because hmm. then you may not give your 200% at plan a because you hmm. think acha nahi hua to main plan b to kar hi lunga so when i say that right. i had education to fall back upon i never thought that i would right. go back to a job I always thought okay पढ़े लिखे हैं कुछ ना कुछ तो कर लेंगे लाइफ में यू नो दैट वॉज अट आई थर्ड के प्लान ए में कूद जाते हैं 
नहीं होगा यू नो ऑल्सो लिटल पंजाबी थिंग देखी जाएगी यू नो देखी जाएगी रिलेशनशिपरियंसेजर Okay. Things worked very well for us, and uh, then there was no looking back. It was only in the second year when we said that we hired people, and when we had a formal mm-hmm. team, तब हमने बोला रे business plan भी बनाना पड़ेगा और एक <laughs> sheet भी बनानी पड़ेगी कि पैसे कितने लगने वाले हैं, कमाने कितने वाले हैं. But uh, <laughs> I think because when 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 things worked your way, then all so these things fall in place. not that i'm hmm. recommending people that don't work on business plans i think you should certainly do uh but that's very critical very crucial but at the same hmm. time it's more crucial and more critical to put your heart into it first you know agar aapka heart usme hoga na to excel sheet hmm. bhi ban jayegi business plan bhi ban jayega <laughs> but pehle apna heart soul sweat usme laga do aap then things will work for you okay right so अभी ना दो तीन चीज आपने इतनी प्यार से प्यारी बोली है ना मेरे को मजा आ गया सुन के खत्म कर दो एक ऑप्शन चलाना है एंड यू वन सीधा ठीक चलेगा ऑप्शंस खत्म कर दो बच्चे रखो ही मत जिंदगी में ऑप्शन फिर देखो क्या होता है फिर मज़े आएंगे तो दैट इज वेयर वी टोटली रिलाय ऑन एंड हाई फाइव टू यू फॉर दैट ही ही ऑडियो हाई फाइव सेंडिंग फ्रॉम हियर ठीक है सो नाउ दैट यू नो वी यू आल्सो मेंशंड फॉर दिस स्पेसिफिक क्वेश्चन दैट की यू नो when you said that you have some something to fall back on and that was not being that you could go back to a job but then you padhe likhe the na that kuch na kuch kar lenge zindagi mein and isko main honestly my first thought was on this note, note when you mentioned this was ki earlier ki uh, you would probably go back to a job so on this part i want to ask something do you believe in taking calculative risks because many entrepreneurs does take calculative risk and i would say sometimes even i do take calculative risk but what is your point of view because see on this i can say kabhi jabhi hamari khud ki notion fail ho sakte hain like they kehte hain na all in wala notion fail ho sakta hai correct this could be contradictory to each other so what is your mindset over this thing so see uh, i definitely definitely think that uh, calculative risks are uh, need of an need of the hour for every entrepreneur uh mm-hmm. because you know i think entrepreneurs work 
सबसे ज्यादा विदर गट यू नो एंड द गट इज समथिंग विच एक्चुअली even overrides uh, any sort of excel calculation or what your cpa mm-hmm. is saying or what your finance department is saying uh and right. the risks i am t- talking about both financial risks and operational risks uh right. entrepreneurs work a lot with their gut but mm-hmm. at the same time i feel that as much as you know uh, you know going with the risk taking ability is a great thing uh, be making calculations about it i think also right. very uh, imperative for every entrepreneur to understand one thing that risks basically come with rewards which are a by product of the calculation that you have done you know agar okay. aapka calculation hai ke yaar itna hi nuksan mein le sakta hu to aapka reward itna hi aayega अगर आप हाँ. अगर आप बोलते हो कि मैं इतना एबिलिटी है कि आई कैन टेक सो मच हिट फॉर माय सेल्फ आपका रिवॉर्ड हाँ. भी उतना ही बढ़ा सकता है सो इट इज वेरी प्रोपोर्शनल टू इट ऐसा कभी नहीं right. होगा कि आपने छोटा रिस्क लिया और आपको बहुत बड़ा रिवॉर्ड मिल गया ऐसा हाँ. कभी नहीं होगा कि आपने बहुत बड़ा रिस्क लिया और आपको छोटा ही रिवॉर्ड मिला सो आई थिंक समवेयर ऑन्टरप्रिनर्स नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड एंड रियलाइज दैट विच आई ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम आई कुड लर्न इट अभी मैं mm-hmm. बहुत यू नो आई एम सेइंग दिस वेरी कॉन्फिडेंटली बट हाउ मेनी टाइम्स आई हैव फॉलन ऑन माय फेस विद दिस होल थिंग आई कैन टेल यू आई मीन लाइक इट्स न्यूमरस टाइम्स बट हम हटते नहीं है ना हमारी आदत हो जाती है कि एज ऑन्टरप्रनर्स दैट इज व्हाट कीप्स अस गोइंग दैट इज वॉट यू नो मेक्स अस टेक चांसेस टेक रिस्क एंड से चल ये कर लेता हूँ आई थिंक इसमें ये हो सकता है सो आई थिंक इट्स अ वेरी इनहेरेंट थिंग बट बींग कैलकुलेटिव इन रिस्क टेकिंग इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर एवरी पर्सन गेटिंग इन टू ऑन्टरप्रिनरशिप फॉर श्योर एज अर्ली एज यू कैन इम्प्लीमेंट इट इट विल बी गुड फॉर यू बट डोंट बिकम कंजर्वेटिव दैट्स माई डेफिनेट सजेशन एंड एडवाइस फॉर एवरी ऑन्टरप्रिनर इन बिकमिंग इन मेकिंग कैलकुलेटिव रिस्क डोंट बिकम कंजर्वेटिव Right, right, right. So, can I say that you and Pundema leaving job was it? Was that a calculated risk? Ah, uh, now when I look back at it, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I think. Uh-huh. I think also uh, because uh, as I said that you know maybe it's good that if you can passion is great, but have uh-huh. some uh, thing to put way forward. You know. so as i said uh-huh. for us we were lucky because we were in the right place at the right time and in the right business ha uh-huh. maybe if i was starting up with a restaurant you know if i uh-huh. love food if i'm passionate about food i just uh-huh. can't take the plunge into it without doing calculations what is the invent investment what is the inventory uh-huh. how much is going to be the food loss you know how much wastage right. will happen how many licenses i have to take <clears throat> Uh-huh. We were in a kind of business where we went bluntly because there was no guideline to be followed. So we had to, mm. you know, experiment and learn. So which right. could have backfired for us, but fortunately it worked for us. But right. now when I look back, and if it was any different business, then I mm. think uh, we would have, we should have worked in a different fashion, for sure. 
right 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 okay so on the very same uh note uh, not getting off the topic right now when you decided that you know okay i'm going to take we are we both are going to take this plunge not knowing poonam's back story but at least from your story <clears throat> there several instances there was one where you quoted that you know your father was a taxi driver the second one was where you quoted that uh, your granddad has a taxi fleet business right yeah. in uh, in nasik right so uh in both these situations it comes down to being your own owner and even though someone might not call it a business someone might call it a business it's still doing something which is on your own and some sort of a business transaction only right right so can i say that these things were somewhere in you ki bhai dhanda khud ka hi hoga nokri zara time nahi chalegi so i will be starting a business so did do you relate to these connecting points in your life in saying that i guess i had to be an entrepreneur it had to start somewhere do you feel so <laughs> so actually uh, you know uh, it comes a lot as a surprise to me uh, at a later stage that when i huh? first took the plunge at starting my own a lot of people who were close to me my friends uh, people who knew me uh, from college or people who were my colleagues at my job places दे सेड अरे ये तो होना ही था वी ऑलवेज थॉट दैट यू शुड बी एन ऑन्टरप्रनर सो आई थिंक यू नो दैट वैलिडेशन केम टू मी एट अ मच लेटर स्टेज समवेयर वो कीड़ा तो होता ही आप में क्योंकि लाइक आई टोल्ड यू अबाउट द कॉलेज स्टोरी ऑफ यू नो गेटिंग प्रिंटेड सो समवेयर वो लाइक आई अनदर इंस्टेंस आई रिमेंबर दैट एट यूनिवर्सिटी वेन आई वॉज इन ऑक्सफर्ड वी अगेन समर ब्रेक फॉर अबाउट अ मंथ so a lot of people uh-huh. you know flew back home and did and i a i didn't wanted to spend money in flying back and b uh-huh. heard that ek mahina yahan par kuch wohi uh, part time naukri kar lete hain kuch paise bach jayenge uh-huh. loan chuka payenge and that was my uh-huh. second jab at entrepreneurship i got on something which now is no longer that relevant uh, but uh-huh. i got into something uh, called as ebay yeah so Okay. eBay was a platform where people with what we have today as OLX or Quicker, eBay right, was the same right. thing, where people yeah. could post their items, and somebody yeah. can go come and buy those items. You know, but yeah. of course because it was eBay in UK, it was more professional. It was more validated. You know, uh, you will first receive the item and then get the payment. So it was not like you have to upfront money and give or banda gaya okay. or something like that. so i said mm. okay this is interesting and i started looking i was actually looking for something to buy and i didn't had the money to buy it uh, at the new one so i was looking at a second hand uh-huh. thing uh, and uh-huh. that was just a walkman a sony walkman and right right i was looking at it you know i figured out kare yahan to koi 30 pounds ka bech raha hai but somebody is also willing to pay 40 pounds because wahan bidding hota tha so like mm-hmm. one item like a apple macbook laptop for example and i want to buy it and sarthak wants to buy it we both place mm-hmm. a bid for it and the right. basically picks up the highest bid and right. that's when i realized that there were some items which were selling at much uh lesser the price and some which uh-huh. were selling at much higher price so i right. got into trading for that one month where i used to take the risk buy those items with my own money huh. and then become a seller huh. for those items by selling at like 20% or 30% extra cost 
so basically i oh. didn't have the inventory i didn't had anything i just had an idea that i uh-huh. i learned it i said ki acha what is something which is selling at much cheaper but can fetch much higher so i started uh-huh. buying those products so i had some money i invested in buying those products then jaise mat lo ki agar ek maan lo simple ek ek laptop khareed liya ya ek phone khareed liya ha jab aaya to then i got like you know a lot of people were selling the items which were not used or lying in their cupboards so i uh, got like a you know cleaning solution so i used to clean it up to usko chamka deta tha so you know the appearance <laughs> of that product was much better andar to same hi hai but the appearance uh, was much better then i learned clicking better pictures so i clicked uh, better pictures uploaded now it's simple you know in dhande mein yahi hota hai ki jo dikhta hai wo bikta hai wo bikta hai aap achhi cheez jab same cheez ko aapne achhi clean karke pictures dali hai same thing yeah. i could quote like 10 dollars more or 10 pounds more and they were yeah. buyers and that's when i yeah. learned that you know this that was my second jive at entrepreneurship for okay all, almost a month or so but i made like really good i i made thrice the money that i made at my job like my one month wow. so wo tha hamesha ke i felt ke kuch to khud ka kar sakte hai but i think that external validation jab aaya from close friends and family अब तो रिस्क भी ले लिया दो साल बाद टीम बनाई तो दो साल में भी बहुत कुछ हुआ दोनों ने नौकरी छोड़ी है यू बोथ आर ट्राइंग टू डू दिस सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल वेयर डिड यू सेट अप द बिजनेस एंड द नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन हां पहले ये बताओ वेयर डिड यू सेट अप द बिजनेस सो द बिजनेस वाज सेट अप इन बॉम्बे ओनली बट वी फर्स्ट 6 मंथ्स वी वर्क्ड फ्रॉम होम सो बेसिकली व्हाट वी डिड वाज वी गॉट इनटू बाइक रेंटल बिजनेस सो ऑफ कोर्स व्हाट वी डिड वाज वी जस्ट बॉट टू थ्री बाइक्स एंड वी केप्ट इट इन आवर पार्किंग लॉट so that okay. became like the space where the bike was kept and serviced and washed and maintained and uh, we started marketing and building the brand online so through facebook tabhi instagram hmm. utna nahi tha so through facebook and uh, social media we could actually get the word out more about the business right so six right. we were working from home and okay garage actually our garage actually became our working space Oh, so you're like Google and Apple and okay. Amazon. Yeah, that's the truth. No, no, no. So this was out more out of that. Uh, so I had a covered parking for my car, and I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, बहुत बार कई बार आते थे तो बाहर ही पार्क कर देते थे मेन रोड पे outside the <laughs> if you are like so then I was like, "यार यार space तो है ही और bikes हैं तो bikes के लिए आपको एक covered space भी हो जाएगी और यहीं पर क्लाइंट्स को मिल सकते हैं और यहीं पर वॉश कर सकते हैं यहीं पर सर्विस कर सकते हैं तो जगह क्यों लेनी मतलब आई थिंक फ्रॉम इनिशियल स्टेज ऑफ द आइडिया वाज टू कीप वी हैड लाइक अ वेरी बेसिक रूल कीप द एक्सपेंसेस लो एंड कीप द इनकम दैट्स इट तो बैंकर केम इन या या टोटली टोटली ओके सो नाउ टेल मी व्हाट वाज द फर्स्ट एक्सपीरियंस व्हाट वाज द एक्सपीरियंस व्हेन यू हैड योर फर्स्ट ट्रांजैक्शन देयर Oh, actually, it was amazing. So I I remember my first client was a client from Australia, and he was visiting wow. Bombay, and uh, we just got listed our business online on Google. So you know, uh-huh. like if you 
search for bikes on rent in Bombay, our name was the first name which will pop up. The company. Wow. Okay. So okay. my number was given there. So the guy called up and he said, "Hi, I'm looking to rent out a bike." And I said, "Okay." Uh, and I, I spoke like how a sales guy will speak, like not saying I'm the owner of the company or. <laughs> so he said, "Okay, I'm staying at the Marriott Hotel. Can you get it delivered there?" And I said, "Okay, fine." And I went yeah. and I met him and I gave the bike and I said, "What's your purpose?" He said, "I want to just you know do like a, uh." local sightseeing within Bombay and I want to Hi. check out places what are the good places and I said okay do you need like uh, can I become your guide actually because I'm born and brought up uh-huh. and I can guide you and he said okay will you charge I said no I'll not charge I'll come on my bike and you just follow me and that will help you also with the rules and the traffic of the city and instead of looking at the GPS where to go I can right. be with you and he was like okay and uh and i took him throughout the day he rented the bike and the bike rental was from 2000 rupees a day and right. uh, he came back at the end of the day i took him to some nice places for lunch uh, just did that typical you know kind of sightseeing in bombay that people would love to check out and he uh-huh. came back and uh, while i was leaving so he said can i get your boss's number I, and I, i was like why and he was like no i would like to tell him that what a great job has employee is doing and he actually, <laughs> he actually tipped me 2000 rupees and <laughs> whatever the rental was the bike was so he said that this rent will go to your boss but this tip should go to you and uh, oh, yeah. and then i gave him my visiting card and i said no i am the boss and actually <laughs> so, so that was my first deal and i was like really on you know sky 9 and i felt that uh it's amazing because i did it out of you know uh just giving my client the experience that i should have given but getting paid right. for it and getting rewarded for it i think the compliment was the bigger reward than the cash but uh, that transaction is something that i'll never forget okay so like literally balji the first client was international client yeah. seedha yeah. chhaka maar diya yeah yeah very fortunate <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bade player ho yaar aapko oh my god okay so uh, there is this one uh, so definitely client aapke all this transaction would have followed so uh, on this note i just want to confirm one thing before i put out my question out here and we step into another series of uh, mindset questions that when did you really buy the home before starting the business or after starting the business no no before i started so i moved to india in 2000 7 and 2007 8 i bought the house wow so like your life life is pretty sorted man 2007 india 2008 house 2009 wife uske baad 2 saal aur laga lo fir business nice that's great okay so now what i really want to ask is uh, although you have already mentioned it that theek uh, hai this was the dream that you stand on student bandstand and ghar hoga and then finally you, you live in that house with the cv apartment i can only imagine that stuff right now but uh, now what i want to know is like how did that journey go through your mind because earlier it was just a dream it was just a word now that you had it and tell me from the point of uh, view from the day you bought it registry ho gayi paisa de diya and also if you took a loan for that or not or how was that feeling like ki bhai ab to 
कर दिया नो सो आई सो आई थिंक वेन आई मूव बैक टू बॉम्बे आई वॉज क्लियर दैट यू नो आई थिंक आई हैलवेज सीन द सिटी मोर ऑफ नॉट द सिटी ऑफ माई बर्थ ओनली बट ऑल्सो जैसे हम हिंदी में उसे कहते हैं कि ये मेरी जन्मभूमि है लेकिन ये मेरी कर्म भूमि भी है सो आई हैलवेज कनेक्ट टू द सिटी सेंग दैट दिस इज वेयर आई विल मेक अ लिविंग and more than mm-hmm. making a living i will make a name for myself so that's where actually that dream began the house right. was a by product of course and a very important by product uh, right but i think uh, my connection with bombay has always been that uh, no matter you know uh, how you know in this city it has a population of about 1.3 crores right and right they are, they are face i will like unless you are a celebrity or unless you are like somebody a film star or a, a politician or a sports person people are not going to recognize you here you are like just one amongst many in this city right and i think right. my dream and my uh, ambition to be in this city was just to be known for something that i create here and uh, when i created the brand enfield riders i just mm-hmm. you know even today uh, a lot of people that i meet who come to my office and you know who know our company may mm-hmm. not know me but they know my brand and that's like the bigger achievement for me that i could create something that irrelevant whether i am there or not the brand name will always stay uh, so i think that right. journey uh, culminates for me that i could create something which uh, could solve a problem for people could you know give them some kind of comfort and experience which uh, mm-hmm. i just didn't wanted to become a businessman i mean like if i wanted to become a businessman then my focus would have always been profits profits so honestly right. uh, the kind of business that i am in is not like a kind of a, a huge empire or like a company of 2000 people you know generating 100 crores revenue it's like a mid size mm. enterprise i am very happy with that you know to mm. we could scale it from a startup today of uh, 8 years ago today to a medium and small enterprise you know right so uh, and it is a niche business you know adventure or experiences is a niche business it will stay as a niche business it will not right. become your mainstream businesses like entertainment or wholesale or manufacturing Uh, right but again the point is here the purpose and i think my purpose was to create a brand uh, which basically helps people in either uh, you know having an experience or solving a problem which i think mm. i could achieve through these two companies that i created both enfielders and bucketlist and the mm. by products happened you know that i you know kind of made good money made a good name for myself could you know get my dream house and everything of course you know in bombay unless you have so much money uh, falling out of your cupboard you cannot buy property without a loan so it's on loan but uh, right but uh, you know uh, i think i am happy at this age and stage of life that i am in i've had like a 8 years tenure at entrepreneurship uh, it's way to go i still feel that uh, you know uh, we are still young entrepreneurs in this country who are in our mid 30s uh, late mm-hmm. who can build you know substantial 
kind of businesses in the coming decade and uh, there is no right time in india right today than to build a business i think it's an excellent time excellent opportunity for people who want to become entrepreneurs uh, but mm-hmm. they should be ready and prepared that uh, it is a difficult journey to be an entrepreneur uh, anywhere but in india slightly more <laughs> with with the kind of rules and laws and ease of business kind of policies that we have it becomes slightly more difficult uh-huh. for us uh, but at the same time whoever said that you know a journey for an entrepreneur is easy uh, must have just seen some you know lousy film uh, but uh, but the reality is that you know uh, if your purpose is aligned and i cannot say that i knew my purpose since day one i discovered my right. purpose over a period of time over a period right. of time when i could say okay ab revenues bhi ho gaye hain profitability bhi ho gayi hai ab kya karna hai then Haan. that whole focus of saying that you know uh, keeping the brand growing with client experience in mind and making mm-hmm. others problems or difficulties uh, become easier by solving and uh, offering solutions to them that purpose then aligned with the larger scheme of things of you know being in the entrepreneurial space nice yeah <clears throat> that's nice so all so i mean honestly i don't have a lot to comment on on it but it's really good to listen to this and the one thing that i really want to put out and something that you said that uh, एक लोन तो खत्म किया एजुकेशन लोन तीन साल में उसके बाद लोन लोन ट्रैप में फिर से आ गए थे एंड दिस होम वाज अगेन ऑन लोन सो नाउ दैट यू नो यू यू आर एन एंटरप्रेन्योर एंड यू नो अ लॉट ऑफ स्टाफ अबाउट एंटरप्रेन्योरशिप एंड यू बीन एन इन्वेस्टमेंट बैंकर सो यू नो फाइनेंस इज वेरी वेल वाई डोंट यू टेल मी समथिंग अबाउट द लोन ट्रैप एंड हाउ डिट लोन ट्रैप एनीवेयर इन योर ऑन्टरप्रेन्योर जर्नी अफेक्ट योर माइंड की भाई इधर ही ई एम आईज भी जा रही है ये भी जा रहा है सो खर्चे लगे पड़े हैं धंधा ऐसे भी उठा रहा है फलाना ढंकाना एनी थिंग ऑफ दैट सॉर्ट डिड इट शेप योर माइंड सेट समेयर और एनी वेयर सी आई थिंक जनरली ऑन अ लोन बेट आई मीन लाइक सी अनलेस इन अ कंट्री लाइक आज अनलेस यू आर बॉर्न विद अ सिल्वर स्पून और यू हैव लाइक अ फैमिली बैकिंग विथ maybe you are a second generation or a third generation entrepreneur that your fathers forefathers have created business have created revenue lines have created profitability to the business and you have to take it from point a to point b you know so you have yeah, to say that maybe the revenue was 50 crores i have to make it 55 crores this year right it's a different thing i think for hmm. generic people like me and most of the entrepreneurs that i know around me uh we come from very modest backgrounds and very middle class families wherein you know uh to create things we need to have external resources and one right. form of external resource again is a bank loan or credit that you could call up and the other right. friends and family you know so hmm. for businesses you can take you know loan from friends and family and keep functioning and maybe repay them back but mm-hmm. in a city like a bombay which is one of the most expensive cities globally you know right think of buying a house or buying a luxury car or having those kind of necessities that you know one is generally 
accustomed to uh, right eventually you begin with loans but my okay. advice and what i have followed over the years is uh, keep it to the bare minimum as possible and try to pay it off as soon as you can because right. once you're out of that like for example as of today uh, i have zero credit cards i i don't function on credit cards uh, okay. and at one point in time i had eight credit cards with a total spend limit of some 28 lakhs so right from your american wow. express platinum and whatever cards they were uh uh-huh. and you eventually you know when you have free it's not it's never free money by the way it's never free But money when you have yeah. access to that money you mm. have, you have the ability and uh the intention to spend at things thinking that i'll be paying them off yeah uh, mm. and i have gone through really patchy cycles you know with businesses every business has a uh up cycle and mm. down cycle so i have been into right it's, i had to repay my uh, you know vendors at times you don't have revenue but you need to pay salaries so right and so forth which is like an every entrepreneur problem it's not unique to me uh right at time you tend to uh, pull out uh, money from these external resources like credit cards or you know uh, loans available from friends and family or bank right and uh, over a period of time i realized that uh if you need to keep your efficiency at the optimum level you need to mm-hmm. stay away from debt as much as possible uh right. so what i was in my 20s and in my early 30s i am no longer that person uh thinking that i will take risks but i will take very very calculated risks when it comes to financial mm-hmm. transactions because right. i know it affects my productivity and it affects at the optimum level that i can function as an entrepreneur if i have a right. real stress of i have emis to pay whether they are business emis or personal emis right right so you can't avoid it at the initial stages but certainly once you come at an optimum level in 5 years 7 years 10 years try to get mm. off it as soon as possible so absolutely <laughs> that again comes again a good insight guys for you from a banker to turned entrepreneur and I, honestly if such a great banker from all those i'm so sorry don't mind me baljit calling a banker again and again <laughs> no 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 <laughs> but someone who's already worked at great positions from indian to swiss to london everywhere this some means something and uh, so something that i would say uh, he's saying from experience and many entrepreneurs do fall into a trap i know this for a fact that you know investment pump kar diye kind of loans like and all that stuff that does affect the mental health at the end so yes if you can pick this up please do pick this up from baljeet okay so baljeet my next thing uh, that i want to ask you is that why don't you tell me one instance because there would be definitely one instance in your entrepreneurial journey or all this long that changed you completely that one experience that had a deep impact on you and it changed you uh i think uh i think what impacts uh, any entrepreneur the most and uh, i uh, i think uh, it 
it has also impacted me in that way is right. when you see that your business is collapsing so i have been into stages where uh, hmm. we have run into stages where we felt that the business will collapse and we have to shut down uh huh. and in the 8 year span it's happened thrice actually uh, fortunately okay. fingers crossed not for the last 2 years uh okay. but in the first 6 years it's happened thrice and uh, uh the first time it happened uh i think i was shook the most because uh that's when you feel that you have put all your you know uh cards on the table uh, you are playing with very high stakes and what huh. collapses now you know where do you go what do you do how do you begin right. again uh somehow you know we survived that uh the okay. second time it happened it primarily happened uh, because of uh, an investor so we had made some uh, plans to scale up the business spread to different cities also take the operations global uh right we were uh, in the uh you know kind of 6 months period in the whole conversation transaction paperwork hmm. and uh, you know sometimes you get overconfident that ab to ho gaya hai we started everything right. and we actually put our reserve cash in the expansion saying that theek hai ab ye to aane hi wala and let's Haan. begin and we had put in all that and that deal fell through uh the last moment uh and oh. we knew that you know now we'll again come to a uh, square one position with a lot of negative because uh, uh, we had already invested all the surplus so right. it was almost on the verge of collapse i was a little better off at that time uh, because the fourth turmoil was more uh, but then we sailed through the third time it happened right. uh, again uh, unfortunately it was during the demonetization time uh, because our okay. used to work on a lot of cash flows uh, right you know uh, uh, so of course we you know took care of all the taxation and everything but a lot of people uh, you know kind of the sentiment was hurt after demonetization you know where people were doing kind of luxury spend right. so you know right. like hamare business mein hum generally bolte hain ki aadmi you know pehle salary kamayega uske baad bacche ki fees bharega emi bharega ghar ka ration bharega uske baad you know maybe ek छोटा वेकेशन करेगा या तो वो लोनावला जाएगा नैनीताल मसूरी जाएगा या कूरकूटी जाएगा एंड देन विल से क्या अच्छा मेरे पास सरप्लस पैसा बचा अब मैं कुछ एडवेंचर ट्रिप करूंगा लाइफ में सो यू नो वी कम एट द लास्ट ऑफ द फूड पाइप काइंड ऑफ थिंग राइट एंड यू नो सो व्हेन द डीमोनेटाइजेशन हैपेंड द सेंटीमेंट चेंज्ड एंड दैट रियली इंपैक्टेड आवर बिजनेस वी वर अगेन ऑन द पॉइंट ऑफ कोलैप्स आई थिंक all those moments you know especially the first mm-hmm. time when it happened it changed my perspective uh, hugely with one thing in my journey that nothing is forever you know no success right. is forever no failure is forever and right if you are an entrepreneur the first thing and the foremost thing that you need to learn and adapt is be ready to fail if you are not ready to right. fail don't be an entrepreneur because uh chances are very high that you will fall flat on your face a lot of times and right the only thing which will keep you going like and i keep telling this to uh, so i do a lot of uh, so i right now uh, you know also work as a startup mentor and i do oh. a lot of sessions with college students 
entrepreneurship cells across the country uh, you know symboys okay narsi monji and other colleges where i right. meet a lot of students and they say that sir kya karna chahiye jisse i can become an entrepreneur right uh, and as a startup mentor or a business coach i always have one advice that i have to give them that uh, you know uh, get into this only with uh, one mindset that right agar mujhe ye karna hai to mujhe ye karna hai there will be 50 yeah. things and 50 reasons why you should not be doing this so the excuses right. and the reasons will always be there why it will pull you back the only one right. that will keep going you is your mindset and is your gut right aap usko pakde right. chalo and then you see how things will turn for you because hmm. failure and success is just going to be like the wave you know i look at the sea and i always take example <laughs> see that it will go up and it will come down and then it will go again up and it will again come down so right. make that as your definition of the journey and the purpose just mm-hmm. say that there is a long way to go and uh, you will keep fighting till the end because you want to make a difference and if you don't want right. to make a difference then there are easy things to do in life than entrepreneurship for sure so <laughs> <laughs> So yeah that's that's like my like my uh, lesson learning or thing that has changed in me that my thought process has changed towards life right 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 so now that you know you have already mentioned this and uh, since you have mentioned this this thing actually pops up in my head ki if you want to make the difference then take it otherwise there are easier things to do in life absolutely absolutely you have been in both the boats yes right you have been in both the boats yeah now if i ask you like you, if you look back at your baljeet standing 8 9 years down the line having that simple sorted secured life and you talk to him what are you going to tell him Okay so my advice to the 29 year old baljeet that i would know of who was in a good corporate job and uh, you know all set within his comfort zone uh, uh-huh. my advice to him would be that uh, whatever you do in future uh, always remember that uh, don't look back and regret on it because the right time is always now you know often when people ask me ke ये मेरे लिए सही टाइम कब होगा शुरू करने के लिए मैं दो साल पहले जमा कर लूँ और शुरू करूँ तो आप दो साल पहले जमा कर लो फिर आप जब शुरू करना चाहोगे तो फिर एक नया चैलेंज होगा कई लोग कि यू नो मैं थोड़ा एक्सपीरियंस ले लूँ जॉब का पाँच साल के लिए और फिर मैं शुरू करूँ तो फिर पाँच साल बाद आप पहुँच जाओगे एसोसिएट डायरेक्टर लेवल पर फिर आपका बॉस आपको डायरेक्टर का प्रमोशन दे रहा होगा यू नो टू एक्स ट्वेंटी राइज दे रहा होगा दस लाख बोनस दे रहा होगा then you are uh, again become difficult because maybe you will be married by that time maybe you have kids and your decisions are not right or wrong they are all apt for that situation whatever you decision you take at that is not right or not it is right for that situation so right it's it's always going to be baad mein karte hain so if you have to do now take the plunge and learn the ropes because आप कितना भी प्रिपेयर हो के ऑन्टरप्रिनरशिप में आओगे ना धक्के तो खाने पड़ेंगे साहब आपको मतलब ये आ... लो कि ये तो होगा ही होगा नो मैटर हाउ प्रिपेयर यू कम 
so the oh, earlier that you start the sooner that you begin the better it is on this note i definitely want to put up a quote because i'm so intrigued and so excited to say that quote i don't know if you have uh, read the book uh, baldeep the hard things about hard things by andre horowitz of course right so there's this quote that he puts up there you can only learn entrepreneurship by being into entrepreneurship by doing entrepreneurship yes. there's no other way to do it yes. so i'm too excited to say that and thank you so much for putting that out in such an amazing manner and bluntly okay so uh, baljeet although you have told me that uh, all these three turmoils that you went through but apart from them is there any other failure that you want to talk about which taught you a huge lesson uh so i think <clears throat> if i start counting failures then probably we'll need another 1 hour 45 podcast yeah <laughs> uh there are right i think i think uh, my life and uh, i think most entrepreneurs life at least and i have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs uh, so i can right. experience and we have like a open heart to heart chat with uh, every one of them like when we are together uh, right. i think our lives are made of failures i mean, like uh, what we have learned as entrepreneurs in our lives has more come from failures than from success success uh, right but at the same time i think uh, the failure of you know uh, losing uh, people who are you know uh, in your teams or uh you know kind of not providing them the kind of environment that they would want to uh i think that is right. that is the biggest failure for any service related business so we are in a service based business and uh absolutely i think we struggled initially a lot as to understanding people expectation what to offer them what is something which will keep them happy because you know we were in a business where we didn't had people coming from a adventure business to another adventure business like agar aap right. it mein ho to aapko ek it engineer koi dusri company se la sakte ho ya agar right. aap hospitality hotel industry mein ho to aap ek hotel management graduate la sakte ho ab when exactly to look out for people our definition of finding people was somebody who's passionate about traveling ab right ab aap iska kahan se credentials laoge experience <laughs> right so the culture at right. our company was very different because you know uh, we both me and purnima knew one thing for sure we were right. build another corporate culture you know we didn't wanted to make it another investment banking or another educational institute that we came from although everything was great there you know in terms of money in terms of everything but when i talk about culture we didn't wanted to have like a carrot culture we didn't wanted to right. have like a a uh, kind of office politics we didn't wanted to have something like you know uh, hierarchy so right. we wanted to keep a very flat structure open door policy uh, people working more as a tribe than as a organizational team so of course team right. but when you are in a tribe people you know uh, uh, vouch for each other they you know support exactly. each other like uh, these are my own people then my colleague you know so the mm-hmm. style completely changes then right uh, we failed at it uh, initially because uh, at the end of the day uh, also people are people uh, what uh, works for them uh, is very difficult to understand so initially we struggled to build teams uh, okay 
and that was a big failure for us because you know eventually initially like i to for my first transaction i could go as balji to deliver the bike to my australian client and give him that service but right. business is scaling the, right. the employee who is going to serve my client has to give the same baljeet experience to the same client, right? how do exactly do that? right that's a big challenge hmm, i, I train them i need to you know groom them up i need to make them understand what is customer centricity uh huh. and uh, initially we really struggled with that uh, but that was a huge failure for us because our revenue was clicking but okay somewhere the customer experience was not getting uh, taken care of when we were scaling and then okay. we realized that no training and development is something where we need to invest more where we need to focus more in making people work the way we would want our clients uh, experience how they would hmm. experience with me and purnima right so we've really failed at that and that somewhere made us felt at the business that we were not able to build it a brand the way we wanted it but we did a 360 hmm. degree we took like a 6 months off focus from the business revenue so we are not focused okay. on revenue at all we invested mm-hmm. everything in training and development and focusing on building people and uh, wow, okay. like just to give you like an example uh, Mm-hmm. Field riders as a business is listed on TripAdvisor uh, as uh, the most uh, preferred recommended company by TripAdvisor for adventure travel in India. So, so for right. the last three years we have been like getting uh, the certificate of excellence, which is right. the topmost honor in the uh, fraternity for tourism or travel or adventure that you can have <laughs> from TripAdvisor, and that is purely because of customer reviews and. customer experience that they submit uh, at that platform right 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 wow so th- it's really good to see how you've turned your failure to your success rate now yeah amazing amazing that's great yeah so there like couple of questions valjeet which i still have i'm not letting you go so easy <laughs> because you are a startup coach also so <laughs> okay you need to coach my listeners also Okay, so Bajit, uh, if I ask you, like in the business, what are you struggling with right now? Are you actually struggling with anything, like apart from the corona, please? Uh, well, I think we are always in struggle phase, and when I say struggle, yeah. I think I think we take struggle as an ongoing thing for progress. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's how I see it, because uh, right. we struggle a lot uh, making our benchmarks better. because you know uh-huh. uh, i think for any business uh, growth stops if they stop working on making it better uh, how to make it better or how to progress it that struggle right is always there internally within the team and within the company that acha ab acha to kar rahe hain ab isse acha kya kare and you know they right. keep saying that uh, it's not about the competitors it's not about if another company comes and does better later Uh, better right it is always mm-hmm. about how do we keep making ourselves better at what we are doing so i think for us <clears throat> uh, we pay a lot of attention to client reviews and client feedbacks and mm-hmm. when those come and even if there is a uh, 9 out of 10 that we get you know sometimes mm-hmm. that one is just an operational issue you know say for example right. we have planned like i'll give you an example that we had taken 
uh, one of our groups to from india to singapore on a bike yeah it's a okay 40 day uh, adventure trip you cross okay. nine countries so you have india myanmar laos vietnam malaysia indonesia thailand and then singapore and you okay. cross all the borders by road yeah and it takes right it is to reach there right now at the end of the trip when we asked our clients they said <clears throat> at some places the choice of hotels was not good whereas we had picked the best of the best hotels that we could but now hmm. from an operational issue again kuch hmm. vietnam ke hotel mein subah uth ke garam pani nahi tha to garam pani nahi matlab ab wo operational issue hai but if right. client it is that you know i am going with you because you are taking care of everything right huh. now how do we make that better that's a struggle for us right but right can we work on that and say that uh, can we carry some heating uh, you know cables with us next time when we go that just in huh. case the hotel fails at that and it is really cold in the morning and a client needs a you know hot bath can we huh. make that arrangement you know right. kind of those things which becomes like an operational nightmare for our teams saying that yeah. you know, this management has gone crazy that they keep right. telling us to make it better to make it better but how do we make it better but <laughs> we never rest we keep struggling with those operational issues and saying that how do we make them better so uh, corona or no corona for us uh, i think irrespective the struggle to make things better within the organization and better our benchmark uh, mm. is an ongoing uh, effort that all of us do within the organization okay that's that's nice that's a quite good insight yeah okay so valjit a very quick question are you money minded uh, absolutely yes i would i would not even take uh, like 2 seconds to answer that okay so why don't you give me more insight about this like how are you money <clears throat> so see uh, i think uh, my definition for being money minded is that uh, irrespective of what you're doing in life or how you are running mm-hmm. your business and how you are running your company or organization uh, mm-hmm. if money is not in place it will keep minding you in every other aspect <laughs> so yeah so it is a very factual mm-hmm. thing that so for example we have had uh, the best of our best employees getting upset when salaries uh-huh. get delayed you know so we give right. a great culture they have great camaraderie in the company they have a tribe that they hang out with they have a hmm. open work culture work style there is no hierarchy but huh. if there is a salary delay and as startups sometimes you struggle with those things right it's a fact right right it affects right. people so you know huh. you can keep all the things in place but if you don't have money in place it will huh. mind your business similarly even with your you know client operations or client experiences that we deliver Uh, there are times when uh, we do our teams actually finance teams will work on cost cuttings and i'll uh, say why they'll say to make the revenues better or the profitability right. better and i said right. all obviously boils down to money but at the same time uh, it cannot be at the cost of making the client experience bad you know so hmm. I, if we charge the client so i always tell my team that you know hmm. if you are buying something at 100 rupees don't sell mm. client at 110 sell it at 112 because mm. if their experience is going to get spoiled because 2 rupees you have charged lesser 
there is no mm. point in earning that 10 rupees so charge 2 rupees more but don't do mm. cutting so you know money matters money really matters so either you right. sign up a client for a cheap deal and give a poor experience or you charge right. a premium but you make sure you deliver up to the mark right so money absolutely i am money minded totally in my totally professional life and exactly uh-huh. opposite in my personal life uh, i think it really doesn't matters me as long as uh, you know especially these times in covid has taught all of us that mm-hmm. uh, we should be grateful and thankful uh, to god uh, and uh, to our destinies that we have a roof of over our head and food on our plate a lot of right. people are even struggling with that and uh, right. no matter how much you're earning and how much money you're making uh, you are still going to eat the same food and you're still going to have the same roof over your head it may differ mm-hmm. whether it is bandra sign or new mumbai of course but uh, mm-hmm. as long as you have basic food and basic accommodation and basic things that you could take care of what matters mm-hmm. is the people in your life who are you know uh, close to you and who make the difference your family your friends uh, whoever you would want to call them but uh, uh, money will you know not come and relieve you in your personal life or it may just improve your standard of living you know uh, take mm-hmm. a notch high, uh, and i i don't say don't keep any money in the bank keep enough mm-hmm. that, you know could take care of your medical expenses or take care of your basic lifestyle uh right but uh, beyond that don't run so much behind the money that it changes everything for you so professionally i'm totally money minded on a personal level i am not great so this is what i wanted to hear and that the reason i asked you how are you money minded so guys again the same thing from an entrepreneur coming that and someone who has seen all walks of life to be honest yes i would again say that keep be money minded but don't be money minded <laughs> now keep justifying it mai isko samjha raha bahut bahut log samjhate koi baat nahi okay so uh, now guys i want to break some ices again probably with baljeet so guys baljeet and enfield riders have been in news for quite a while okay and uh, so like baljeet has been hitting all lots of news channels and newspapers and a lot of stuff and he's been there and he also also mentioned that you know tripadvisors kisad and field riders listed as number one adventure experience company in, in india so now this one thing that actually comes up kibaljit does this give you a fame high which probably can affect the business <clears throat> does this happen with you in your mindset or does this anywhere affect your mindset ki yaar business खराब हो सकता है या यू नो आई एम गोइंग इन अ वे वे ऑफ डायरेक्शन एम आर रनिंग टू फास्ट और व्हाटएवर थॉट्स गो इन योर हेड आई वांट टू नो देम सो सी ऑफ कोर्स आई मीन लाइक आई एम व्हाट आई एम बिकॉज़ ऑफ व्हाट माय ब्रांड हैज ब्रिंग मी टू राइट टू मी सो यू नो व्हाटएवर सक्सेस आई have achieved is because of enfield riders and bucketless experiences and right. uh, you know when i see uh, anywhere uh, and thank thank you for mentioning that you know we are uh, covered in so many media channels so whether it was cnbc tv 18 uh, we were in the young turks entrepreneur of the year we were covered by bloomberg for rising stars in india wow. uh, right we got covered by lonely planet times of india telegraph 
a lot of right. DNA and uh, you know touch food for us the happiest thing is uh, uh, all this is word of mouth for us I mean like we don't have a PR team we don't have a marketing team none of these articles are paid or anything it's purely <laughs> word of mouth which has gained us so much traction so right. all the media attention that we get helps us actually helps the brand reach out to more people so you know uh, fortunately and i say fortunately right. specifically we don't have luxuries like well funded startups to spend on marketing uh, and promotion because it's right. not like we have raised 10 crores and we have gone out and you know put boarding holdings all over bombay with enfield riders and spending 3 crores on that so right. very conservative about marketing spends the only marketing right. spends that we genuinely spend is digital marketing being on you know uh, kind of searchable on google or some instagram right. stuff but right. media promotions are all word of mouth so if anything that happens to uh, as a result of that has been pro business for us and never negative uh, for us on or, or even affected me or kept me on a pedestal and made me feel that oh like now we are like all over the media or we have reached somewhere i take mm-hmm. this purely from uh, a kind of perks that come with the business that oh it's great that i represent the company and hence i get the media coverage but whatever mm-hmm. has been earned is because of the brand and the work that the brand has done for our clients so uh, in a nutshell uh, i think it has always been pro for us uh, but definitely it is difficult to digest at times like initially of course i will be very honest with you the first media articles like we were got we got covered by times of india on the front page and across oh the nation yeah now that brings your feet a little above the ground it's just human tendency and like right. two three days i was up in the air and i was like wow now we are like you know and and you know post that when that is not uh, it stops bringing you any attention you realize that uh, it was just an article i mean like move on so pat your back, <laughs> pat your back congratulate yourself but now right. aim for more accolades that you genuinely need to earn and that right. will be only earned by your work so so yeah great 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 thing yeah so this is something that again is somewhere an insight for all the entrepreneurs that are probably touching the highs and uh, i don't know if you're listening to this or not but i really hope so so something that you know you can definitely pick from here that again the highs and lows are like the sea waves as baljeet mentioned sometimes they're there sometimes they're not so yes keep that in mind so with that said baljeet my last question to you is if you want to give out a business mantra although you have given out many because definitely you told us the reason if you want to give out the business mantra what would you give what would you give out to my listeners okay uh, i think one bottom line which is true for uh, and you know i'll go by the tagline of the show uh, right uh, so nandani soch nandani soch says this that uh, you know always make sure that uh you keep your expenses bare minimum i mean like that's the bottom line for every business spend less than you earn and no matter in the long run uh it is always always going to benefit you always uh so especially you know i 
I mean, like, and we hear this and read this in all the media and newspapers that so many big startups who have raised funding and raised yeah. funding in crores, like, you know, 50 crores, 100 crores, you know, so all those millions that are pumped into them, if you're not earning more than what you are spending, it will come to a closure. And that's the reason so many well-funded startups have closed down in this country because it's purely a valuation game which keeps happening between the venture capitalists that, you know, I have invested 100 crores and this company becomes 10x and I will exit at whatever price and I don't care what is happening in this company. Eventually, entrepreneurs get sucked into it and you as an entrepreneur are accountable because you have a reputation and your reputation is to build another business. Like today, imagine uh, so we raised funding in enfield riders and uh, right uh, we just raised a small funding of about half a million dollars which was sufficient for us mm. and we could right. well and we could you know give back the profits back to our investors they were very happy with us and the when the next startup began uh, we had you know i would not say a queue of investors but quite a bit of investors who were interested in investing in us that's a different right. story that we didn't raise funding because we didn't feel the need of it. Uh, and that only is because of the reputation that we carried as one startup who raised funding and became profitable and gave exit to their investor. And is also right. still running, not closed down. So <laughs> my, you know, uh, Dandoni Soch that I would like to give to every aspiring and budding entrepreneur, anybody who's already in a startup is... Mm-hmm. Please keep an eye on the outflow and the inflow because at the end of the day, that is what will matter for you to stay in the business. This is like the most important thing. There are a lot of other critical things, but this will actually make your business survive even in the worst of the times. Wow. That's a new advice, guys, that's coming in. Please keep that in mind. It's a risky thing. I'm saying it's on a serious note. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, again, uh, a good piece of advice, guys. And uh, I would really thank you, Baljeet, for this piece of good advice. And something I would really, really look up to because, honestly, I'm not a finance guy. And somewhere I suck at math also. <laughs> so, when Baljeet says this, I'm going to buy that. And definitely, I'm experiencing it too myself. So, yes. Influx and outflux matters. With that said, I want to thank you so much, Baljeet, for coming on the show. And before we end the show, there's this one thing that we do that, uh, you know, I ask my guests to recommend us another entrepreneur whom you think we should call on the show and talk to them about their journey. So whom would you recommend? Uh, so I would like to refer uh, a very uh, dear friend and very looked upon entrepreneur that uh, I have learned a lot from. And mm-hmm. uh, his name is Pankit Desai. And okay. uh, Pankit uh, runs a security firm called Securatech. Uh, okay. And uh, Pankit has a very, very interesting story that I'm sure all your listeners would love to listen. Uh, he's in his uh, mid-40s, has been, was into corporate work as an employee for over two decades and then wow. started off his venture uh, close to about seven, eight years ago now. And right. very well for themselves. Uh, guys, you can Google uh, Securatech. 
or Pankit Desai and see the stories. It's one of the most uh, fastest growing uh, SMEs in India. And they have been covered by a lot of uh, media across India uh, and doing some phenomenal work. But most importantly, the journey of Pankit is something that uh, will really, really make you uh, believe this, that if you have the will and if you have the grit, uh, you can move mountains. Uh, I'm sure Pankit would uh, deliver that message to you through his talk. My God. And I really look forward to getting Pankit on this show and I'll ask you to please help me out with that. Baljeet, uh, that said, guys, I guess that's all that I would want to know from Baljeet. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Baljeet. It was really insightful talking to you. Amazing tips that you've given and a lovely journey that you've been through, I would say. And yes, sometime soon. Looking forward to coming to Bombay and seeing you personally. Uh, yes, definitely planning my next trip with you. For sure. Most welcome. Most welcome, Sarthak. And thank you for giving me an opportunity to be on the show. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, speaking to you. And uh, uh, I think uh, you have a knack of making uh, all your uh, guests very, very comfortable. Uh, I think I have spoken about a lot of things that I have not spoken to a lot of uh, good friends also in years. So thank you for making me comfortable. And uh, I hope uh, that the listeners... uh, get benefited in one form or another and uh, and uh, looking forward to see you wherever you're in Bombay. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Baljeet. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I hope that you're able to take back something insightful from this podcast and apply it in your life to be a better version of yourself and add to your Dhandoni Soch. If you know someone whom you think should feature on my podcast and has a very inspiring entrepreneurial journey, then do drop me a DM on my Instagram, S-A-R-T-H-A-K-V-A-R-S-H-N-E-Y, Sarthak Varshne, yeah, that's me. I'm the founder of SV Clicks and SV Clicks is the producer of this show. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well with the same name. If you're willing to listen to more of such unheard, inspiring stories of the entrepreneurs, then don't forget to follow us by pressing that follow button on your podcast screen. Thank you for being such an amazing audience. Keep learning, keep growing. We'll be back soon. See ya.